Hi, welcome to StockInvest.us podcast for week three, which starts with a holiday today. There will be no trading in the United States. It will be a shortened trading week. What can we expect for the week ahead of us? Well, I will tell you shortly in the market section. And last week, last week was such a good week for me. I was spot on on several of the analysis, but even more important, the trading tips went very well. I was able to close a lot of them with very good profit, just to mention Zoom, almost 12% profit. Baba, for those who remember, that was put in week 50, was closed at 11.83, and it just continues. It was indeed a very good week. But we will also get back to that in the section where we discuss the trading tips for the week ahead of us. As usual, uh, we will go through the major events for the week. What can we expect? What should we look out for? How can this influence the week? In all, I hope to cut this podcast around 35-40 minutes. And I hope it will be good uh, use of your time. End goal, as usual, we will try to increase your gain, reduce your losses and help you in the trading. As usual, we have to start with a disclaimer. And after that, we go straight to the market section. Welcome to StockInvest.us podcast. We remind you that trading involves a high risk of losing money and that you should speak with a financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. You should not base your investment decision upon StockInvest.us. By using the information provided you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions. Last week became yet another red week, as we expected. But it was not uh, all that bad. Nasdaq ending 14,894 points is only down 0.27% for the week overall. It was a jumpy week. It was some up and down. Dow Jones did a little bit worse, ending uh, down almost 1% last week to 35,912 points. And uh, that uh, brings us to this week. What can we expect? We know that uh, for the last five uh, weeks, Nasdaq been falling four out of five weeks. It was only week 51, which was very good. Nasdaq was up all above 3% in week uh, 51, but been falling all other week. And as we know, week one started very bad with a fall, more uh, than minus 4.5%. Is it time uh, to get back into the green? Well, we will get to the charts uh, shortly. And I can tell you already, Nasdaq is now oversold on the relative strength index. What does that mean? We will get back when we get into the technical part. First, we will just have a, a quick run through some fundamental things. And as I told you last week, you had to pay attention to the Wednesday numbers where the inflation numbers came in because they were very defining for the week and what the day Wednesday uh, actually became. What is it this week? Well, this week there is really no big news as I see it coming out. Thursday, you will have the oil uh, inventory numbers. There will be the jobless claims numbers, but none of these are expected to be market uh, changes uh, affecting the markets uh, in any real direction. Oil is already high. It's uh, trading at $84, up $5 uh, from last week. It's trading a bit higher than I thought it should. I expected oil uh, at this time uh, around $60 to $70, the $65, $75 range. 
but it's still trading high and everything indicates that it might continue this way. Good for Norwegian oil stocks and all other oil stocks, of course. And uh, the other thing is uh, which we follow is gold. Gold uh, lifted $28 last week at $1,822 as we speak. But I am, as I said before, very, very certain that gold will just continue to rise and that we will see gold up at $2,500 during 2022. The reason uh, for me is very simple. Inflation is here and it's extremely strong. The last Wednesday's numbers show that. The inflation came in uh, above 7%. And it will just get harder. It will get tougher as we speak. There is a logistic issue in China where China closed down one of the biggest ports. And this is going to rumble through all uh, the world. Uh, this butterfly effect. Because there will be lack of different uh, items in supply chains, etc. It will not start immediately. It might be a few weeks before we see it. But this will just push prices even further up as the shelves get more empty, less products, higher prices. It's that kind of combination. So as I see it, uh, inflation will just continue upwards. The 10-year Treasury yield, which measure the inflation expectations, stayed uh, even at 177 last week, but it's the highest we see in this uh, Treasury yield in months after months. And my bet is that it will just continue to go upwards. And during the week, there will also be some mortgages number. There will be several countries uh, outside the uh, United States. Norway, for instance, will have uh, new interest numbers. And I guess you will just see that central banks push interest rates up, trying to fight the evil of inflation. So inflation is here to stay. It will affect the markets. I told you this over and over again. It's just a repetition. For the week, as such, there is, as I said, no really big things as I see it that could push the market in either direction. There is this wild card uh, with Russia building up their forces against the Ukrainian border. The argumentation gets just harder and harder on both sides. Uh, could escalate out of the blue. We've seen this before. So it's a good uh, thing. Keep an eye on it. Because if this will go to some actual war, we will see a huge effect uh, on the stock markets. But... It is some sort of uh, calm right now. I'm in uh, Lithuania, Vilnius, not so far from uh, Ukraine at all. And there is no really big uh, things as I see. It's more rhetorical uh, as is, but as can come out of the blue, keep it on your radar. It's always a good thing. Taiwan uh, conflict is uh, still not there. There are some things brewing in uh, Iran. We will see how that things pull out but these are major lines and these major lines will affect your trading uh, but we will stick to this week uh, not the longer work uh, week weeks ahead the months ahead of us we'll stick to this uh, week and as i said there is fundamentally as i see it nothing really big that can change things you should uh, watch netflix because on Thursday, Netflix will release the numbers. And at uh, stockinvest.us, we made a very nice tool for you. You can type in Netflix yourself. The ticket will be NFLX or just type in Netflix. And you will see that we have posted a, wor a warning on the right side. It says earnings report in uh, orange warning colors. Two days left until Netflix earnings. 
Uh, if you click on the report, uh, because we know when earnings come out, uh, usually we see some uh, movements in share price. And if you go to Netflix, for instance, we can see over the last three quarters, Netflix been falling on the day of uh, earnings releases every single time for the three last quarters. It's been falling and then rising, meaning that maybe there is, if this continue, if this trend continue like last time, I can just mention, for instance, Q3 uh, 2021. Uh, Netflix fell from around 6.40 down to 6.30 uh, on the release day just to jump up all the way from 6.30 to 6.70 the day after. If this pattern continues, it means that there should be some money to uh, do uh, in Netflix, meaning that you will just buy uh, late at the day before earnings release and um, sit tight and it should consider previous behavior, be able to yield you some percentages. As I said, you can go uh, check out this uh, yourself. We have a very nice uh, earnings report where you can read more about different numbers of this stack up and some simple charts just to show you how the price move uh, before and after the earning release. Go to stockinvest.us, type in the ticket Netflix and you will see for yourself. So Netflix is coming out with numbers along with several others, but Netflix might be, in my opinion, the most interesting uh, of them all. There's are some banks, etc. So uh, just a quick recap. As I said, there is no uh, big uh, major things as I see it that uh, are stacking up this week for uh, fundamental things. So what about the charts? And to do this, uh, it's a really good exercise. You do not have to use our web page. Just get to a place where you get a good technical chart. Of course, I love our charts because they contain a lot of information and this information will be able to help you in your trading. Type in ticket ICSIC or NASDAQ composite and get to the chart. And what you will see is that NASDAQ right now is very oversold on the relative strength index. It's down at 26, hasn't been this low for ages. Last time it was bumping uh, somewhat down was in end of November, early December and had a rebounds up. Back then it was 30, uh, 33 and 35 on the relative strength index. And uh, in my opinion, because I love relative strength index, I do a lot of nice trades on the relative strength index. I combine it with different other things. I think it is a very, very fair chance uh, that Nostock will bounce up from these levels. Found the pivot bottom at 14,800, which also with support was mentioned last week. And uh, should bounce up. Then it's the question, how far will it bounce up? We only have four training days uh, this week. And uh, we have uh, Nasdaq being oversold on the relative strength index. Volume is not really showing anything particularly. There is huge resistance at 15,200. And that makes me believe that it will not be that insane positive week. But it's a fair chance that all week, all over, uh, overall, will be upwards, could start very well, then go a triple D sideways between 15,100 and 15,200. As I see it, 15,200 will be high of the week. If it breaks 15,200, it will go straight to 15,400. There is a chance for that. 
But I think we have to see uh, some other things uh, change before we can conclude. The chart says uh, uh, the following uh, to me. We are heading upwards, but again, it will face that resistance from the middle of the charts. That's 15,400. And that can be uh, where the uh, index turn in the medium term, even in the long term, and just continue downwards. Because right now, from being in a very nice uh, upturn trend, uh, Nasdaq is now moving in a slightly downwards trend. It was topping at 16,000. Been bouncing down to 15,000, back almost to 16,000 again, then down to 15,000, back up almost to 16,000. But last week it broke below 15,000 and it is trending downwards. So uh, from a, a chart point of view, uh, there is a fair chance that we will have a slight upturn. I don't expect a very, very a special week as I said there is no fundamental things it should be in my opinion a slow week but being oversold means that a lot of tickers are oversold and there should be plenty of very nice buying opportunities and very soon we will get to the trading tips and last week I did that exactly that as I told you go into some of these stocks that have been hammered because they will do well and they really did before uh, we uh, totally leave uh, the markets and do a final conclusion, we just go through the stock in the signals. We analyze more than 35,000 uh, tickers. And uh, based on this, we give buy and sell and hold signals and we can tell something about the situation across the world. And right now it's 24% buy signals. It's been going slightly up. It was down in... Um, Around Christmas time, it was very down, but slightly been moving upwards. And that is something we usually see in January. See it well in Norway right now, where a lot of stocks are picking quite well up. US been uh, holding a little bit back. Uh, Nasdaq, for instance, has 18% buy signals, but up from last week. New York Stock Exchange, very low at 17. And these numbers being low, meaning that we are getting into the oversold territory, could uh, go two ways because when things are oversold it can go very fast downwards you can get a very scary situation where things really drop and that is why i focus a little bit on these fundamental things because if there is something that being a catalyzer pushes markets can drop very fast uh, very hard three four five percent in these cases when market already is scared things can go very fast down at the same time it is usually a pickup time we might be wrong in a week or two, hard to say, but in my opinion, uh, Nasdaq being at 18%, New York Stock Exchange being at 17%, we know that uh, Nasdaq is oversold. We are heading for a green week, in my opinion, slow, but green. If we go uh, across to the other side of the world, we can say that Tokyo has 20% buy signals and Shenzhen, China has 33% buy signals. Shenzhen been very high, but has been falling lately. And we know they struggle with a few things in China now, debt being the major part of them. So wrap it up before we move uh, on uh, to the analysis and the trading tips. As I said, no big expectations for the week ahead of us. I don't see anything. Keep an eye on the Ukraine conflict, of course, but nothing really uh, major. Everything is telling the tale of a green week ahead of us.
and that might open up for some very good buying opportunities shortly we will just run to a few companies and then you will have my trading tips for the week that's coming up right now We are heading into the very last part of this podcast where we will do some quick analysis of Apple, Microsoft, Tesla, Dogecoin, Bitcoin, and then you will have the trading tips. And I'm so happy that I'm finally back on track. I'm getting more spot on on my analysis. Last week I told you I believe Microsoft would end the week at 310. And Microsoft ending the week at 320 cents. Well, I call that really spot on. Last week Apple was spot on. This week I was a little bit off. I said Apple would end the week at 170, ending at 173 dollars. And uh, Tesla, well, Tesla, I said, I believe Tesla would end at 950, pushed downwards. It was down at uh, 980, I think, but ending the week at 10, uh, at 1049. But let's start uh, with Apple. And you might not be an Apple trader, you might not even find Apple interesting, but you have to understand that Apple represents uh, heavily on the indexes. So whatever happened to Apple reflects what will happen in the market. It's always hard to trade in a falling market. So if Apple, for some reason, uh, uh, shows a very negatively sign, it will be, in my opinion, a hard trading week unless uh, you are super pro and know how to avoid the general market and pick those stocks who go in the opposite direction. And looking at Apple, I told you last week, it was a fair chance that uh, things could go uh, more sideways. Should fall, then move a little bit sideways because uh, it would pick up from the bottom of the trend. And like uh, Nasdaq, Apple is getting close to being oversold. It's not oversold yet, but getting close to being oversold. Is within uh, a nice rising trend. The fall uh, from 180 downwards to 170 is total natural reaction. The thing is that right now it's moving in the rectangle formation between 170 and 182 dollars. If this is broken down, meaning that uh, Apple falls below 170, it should fall uh, by technical rules very fast down at least a ten dollars down to 160 and if we check out the chart you will see for yourself there is a lot of accumulated support at 160 you'll see that as gray bars uh, in the chart it's just how many people bought and sold shares at 160 will give you an idea about support and resistance levels and uh, that is exactly the case, that if Apple continues upwards, it will face a lot of resistance around 175, just above where it is. Volume is moving, I would say somewhat okay. It's moving along with the share price. Sideways, there is nothing special. It's usually a good sign. And uh, you should be more scared if the volume is moving in the opposite direction, because that indicates uh, a forthcoming change has uh, sell signals from the long-term moving average, but is getting a buy signals from the short-term moving average. And if it goes up again, it will uh, release a buy signal also from the long-term moving average. There is still a buy signals from the relation between these two averages. 
and if it should break above 175 it will go uh, straight up to 108 in my opinion where it will face new resistance in these cases where things move in what we call a rectangle formations they usually move up and down and uh, you get the telltale by the volume uh, if it will break up usually you see a sudden increase in volume either when falling or breaking up so that's the telltale the volume is telltale that goes for a lot of signals if you are uh, one of my regular uh, followers you'll hear me say that very often you know that check out the volume volume will be the trigger for when to enter or exit the trade and uh, being uh, a lot of resistance above my expectations for the week uh, for apple is the following in worst case it will fall down to 165 dollars and establish a trend change chances is not that big as i see it i think it might be a bigger chance that it will move up struggle a little bit with 175 then push upwards to 177 maybe 180 high and fall down again and that by the end of the week it will end somewhere around 175 so i will actually upgrade uh, the target uh, for apple this week 275 was 170 last week i'll upgrade it to 175 that being said i think it's just a temporary uh, movement upwards and that in the following week we might see a huge fall in apple we will see how things stacks up during the week just let's uh, go straight to microsoft microsoft was spot on last week i told you i thought it would fall to 310 dollars it actually fell down to 304 very low bounced up to 310 moving exactly as we could expect being very oversold on the relative strength index at 20 tells me buy microsoft because you should be able to do some quick box of course it can be as i said when things are oversold it can get pretty ugly much uh, faster the chance is there but this is stock trading you have to uh, take a chance very interesting uh, microsoft you see this for yourself you go to our web page check the chart you see that uh, it had two tops around 343 giving a double top uh, with a huge sell signal and it followed up so these things actually work very well i know i've been doing technical trading for getting close to 30 years now has a sell signals from the relation between the two moving averages has a sell signal for both the short and the long term but if it breaks up above 314 it will give a buy signals from the short term moving average relative thing thing as i said is 20 super oversold i see a huge possibility to do a trade between 310 and 323 that gives you 13 dollars should be anywhere in my opinion between let's say three to five percent for easy grabbing it might be that you are a small investor you don't have that but remember there is something called put and calls where you can do uh, some leverage on your trading it's very very interesting some resistance around 314 if it breaks above 314 it will go straight to 323 in my opinion and 323 just means 325 high so that will be an obvious uh, buy in my opinion there should be room uh, to make some money if things goes uh, what we call south go the other way well 305 is the level that you have to watch out for because under 305 it will fall straight to 300 and can even fall down to 280 uh, because of lack of uh, support 
My judgment for the week is the following. We will have an upturn. I will not be surprised if Microsoft pushes all the way up to 325 in a nice rush, then continues downwards. My end target for the week is up in the beginning of the week, down in the end of the week, ending at 315. So it will up the target for Microsoft from 310 last week to 315. And uh, just as I said in Apple, I think this is just natural reaction up. Uh, the following weeks might be much, much tougher. But again, a trading opportunity it just says the same thing that the Nasdaq chart said. Last ticker before we do the Bitcoin and the Dogecoin is, of course, Tesla. And Tesla is that uh, very wild uh, ticker. And uh, again, if you've been following me for a long time, you know how I traded uh, uh, Tesla buying at 560, getting out at 1200, saying that I will get the stock should fall from 1200 to 880 and I might consider to get in. I was spot on, it fell down to 899 in end of day day, somewhere in the middle of December. It was actually lower than that intraday. Then had, as I said, a natural uh, push upwards to 1200. I mentioned the number 1200 exactly and the end of day was 1199.78. I also told you that it will push down. That's my opinion. And I think exactly that is what will happen. Right now it finds a lot of support at a thousand moving up and it may well again push upwards to 1100, could be 1150 high. Uh, but as I see, it's, it's just temporary. But uh, if you're a Tesla investor, you should not be that worried right now because it is moving up. For those who use technical trading uh, as a tool, you can also see the head and shoulder formation uh, coming. It needs to break down uh, for it to be confirmed. And uh, uh, that will give a neckline, let's say around 1030 and the top around 1200, that will give $170 downside by the technical term. And from 1030, uh, that will bring us well uh, below uh, 900 and I think that is again what will happen first it could push a little bit up uh, and then uh, continue down it might be that this week will just be somewhat uneven up and a little bit down and by the end of the week somewhere close to where it is right now I am not sure if I should follow uh, technical trading my guts uh, where I should put uh, my bet. And the chart says the same thing. It's moving sideways. It's uh, only uh, keeping up on that high support just above $1,000. A very, very strong support. If it breaks down, it will for sure fall hard. And I will take the chance this week because I said uh, last week it will fall down to 950. I will keep my target also for this week that we will see uh, Tesla fall down. Could go up to 1100 this week, but then uh, should continue to push downwards. And uh, if you wonder, will I ever get back to Tesla again? Yes, when Tesla get back to the levels where I think there will be a huge buying opportunity, I will get in. As waiting for that, there is always these natural swing trades that can be done. Bitcoin. What about Bitcoin? Bitcoin have been having a hard uh, time. 
fell from 40,000 to 45,000 to 40 just as I said with no support it could fall very hard and there is really nothing indicating that uh, Bitcoin should push up. Right now it's in a very uh, strong falling trend it has sell signals from uh, long term moving average, buy signals from the short term moving average, the relation between these two averages is still a sell and I even saw don't remember who uh, also said that now there is a death cross in uh, Bitcoin. And usually when the big players say uh, sell, to me that is a buying opportunity. Uh, and uh, Bitcoin was oversold at 40,000. And uh, as I said, I think 40,000 might be the very, very low. Now it needs to follow up on volume. But when and if it pushes up, it will face tons of resistance from 47 to 50,000 so it will not be a quick ride but anything tells me uh, that this is uh, uh, bottom coming I see some very huge volume changes on January 7th uh, there was a huge change in volume as Bitcoin fell down to 17 on the relative strength index at 41,557 I see that as a sell-off and I see uh, huge possibility that this marks the bottom uh, for even as long as the next six weeks. I will actually put a bet on it because I think right now it's a good buying opportunity in Bitcoin and that we will see Bitcoin get back to the 60,000, 70,000 level. And now is a huge uh, possibility that it will come faster than before. Last week I had a target of $47,000, but it's right now forty-three, dollars so it was off. I uh, will keep my $47,000 uh, target for the week ahead of us. And as I said, I think Bitcoin just bottomed up. And then there is Dogecoin before we get to the trading tips. And Dogecoin had an interesting week last week where it pushed uh, up uh, on some uh, Tesla rumors, pushed up to the 20s high, is currently trading around 18 uh, cents. It's the same thing, uh, somewhat the same thing like uh, Bitcoin had a little volume change. Not that much, it is in a strong falling trend and usually it will just continue within the trend. Being in the top of the trend means that it will fall down to the bottom of the trend. And it might very well happen. I think that we will see Dogecoin maybe down to 16, 15 cents and then bounce up. And we need to see the volume uh, before it really pushes up. I have my bets at uh, 20. I thought it would turn at uh, 20. So I placed my, uh, placed my bet at uh, 20 after being in and out of uh, Dogecoin. With good profit, I put my last trade on 20. So far, uh, it's been off. And you might ask why haven't I bought more when it was down at 14, 15? Well, I don't gamble that way. I don't increase the risk unless I see very, very strong reasons why, uh, for instance, had a huge volume change or something indicating that there is a forthcoming change with huge possibility. So I, I uh, don't double up. Uh, it's a stupid strategy many times. You have to be very certain why you would... Uh, buy more shares. I actually do that in some cases, but then I have a very specific reason why, uh, and usually it's a technical one or a very strong fundamental reason why I buy. Might be that the stock is way oversold, also on fundamental uh, things like PE, etc.
for Dogecoin for the week ahead of us, I think that it will uh, continue upwards, but it might not break 20 cents uh, this week. Might just end somewhere uh, around uh, 20, so I'll have to lower my target. And it's been 22 for <laughs> weeks after weeks. Uh, and I will say that by the end of the week, it will end uh, at 20. And remain uh, in general positive. It's just about the timing. And that finally brings us to the trend. I know a lot of you are waiting for these. Before I tell you what is this week's trading tips, we will go through the trading tips. And last week I opened several uh, new uh, tips because I said it was such a good opportunity. I just had to do it. And what did I do? I told you, well, I will do a second trade in Zoom. Uh, as you know, the week before, in week one, I did a Zoom trade. I said there was a huge chance for a 10% profit. It actually gave me 15.6% profit. And uh, last week I said, well, I'll try Zoom again because, in my opinion, it is uh, the opportunity I was able to get in at 31.7 cents. It was not the lowest of the day, but I was very happy. And then uh, it took off on Wednesday, went all the way up to uh, 36.9 high. I had a 5% stop loss, very wide stop loss uh, indeed, but that's because Zoom usually swings a lot. And then it started to fail, it was cut uh, by stop loss at uh, 35.5 cents. And uh, again, some might ask, well, why didn't you sell at 36.9? Because it could go straight to 30, 40. You have no idea. Uh, you have to be psychic to know exactly where it will top up. Of course, you can try to estimate using uh, accumulated volume, support the resistance levels. I often do this. Uh, but in general, what I do is I buy a stock as low as I can. When it starts to go up, I put on a, a trailing stop loss. And as if it gets very fast up, I tighten the stop loss. In this case, I had a 5% stop loss on uh, Zoom. Fell from 36.9 down to 35.5, was sold, giving me 12% profit. So I didn't have to even to think about it. I just saw that Zoom was sold. The money was in the bank. I also uh, bought NEO, uh, I got in at 28.47, it was sold, it, uh, it was traded around 27 something, so I was not able to get into the very bottom at NEO either. And the same thing happened, NEO started to go uh, up and uh, went very well. Uh, I put on a stop loss, had a tighter stop loss on NEO than Zoom, had a 3% stop loss on NEO. Went up, I think it was on 32, not sure, 31, uh, close to 32, and then started to drop and was cut by stop loss at 30.90, giving me 8.6% profit. And I said, uh, Dole, uh, vegetables uh, company, was a buying opportunity which I really liked. And I got in at 12.75. Uh, I still have the trade. It just uh, started to slowly go upwards. It uh, was ending Friday at 13.43. So far up 5.33%. So Doyle is still in. Before that, if you follow me, you know that I also had Beyond uh, open. Uh, I bought Beyond at 4.58, uh, saying it was a good buying opportunity. It went up, then went a little down. I was actually cut by stop loss. and was the only loss I had to take last week. It was sold at 4.45. I 
or minus 2.84%. And this is a quick recap for new losers. As I said in the very intro, what we want to do is help you to cut your losses, increase your gains. And that's exactly where stop loss come in. Because uh, for you, it will be very hard to sell a stock. It has to do with the human mentality, etc. Very few people manage to be this disciplined to sell because hope is the strongest uh, of all our emotions. And that uh, usually causes you to sit uh, in uh, too long and take too big uh, losses. And uh, on the other hand, when things go up, you are get too greedy, you are not able to sell at the top, etc. So use uh, trailing stop loss, that gives us a loss in uh, beyond at 284, which is totally fine. So just said I made 12% on Zoom, I made 8.6 on NEO, I have 5.33 on Dole, and uh, all the other trades, they are just green all over the chart. And there is BABA, uh, which I bought in week 50, kept it open. As you know, I bought it at 120.30. Even that was sold by stop loss on Wednesday because Wednesday everything went sky high and then uh, fell. So uh, BABA went up to, I think it was 136, 137 and then started to fall. Uh, maybe it was even 138 as well. Uh, started to fall and was cut by stop loss at 134.53. So the week 50 trade gave me 11.83% profit, so a huge profit also in BABA. And uh, that leaves us only with Ukugen and Doyle uh, open. Ukugen is still in, it's on heavy losses, it's the one trading tips I said where I will not put the trading and it will be a crazy trading tips, a very hard one because Ukugen is such volatile. And so far it's been a huge loss, but I think soon we will also get back into it. And having it open just means that I think Ukugen is still a good buy, right? Friday you could buy Ukugen at 425. I think it is a very, very good opportunity. I got in way higher than that and just waiting to cut some uh, of my losses. But I think Ukugen is a good, otherwise I'll just close it. Dol uh, still uh, is open. It's 13.43 now. I still think it's a buying opportunity at these levels. Of course, a little bit less than when I bought. So what are the new two uh, tips? What are the new two trading tips? Well, there is one which I already mentioned very early in this podcast. If you listen, I said I think there is a trading opportunity in Netflix. Uh, it's oversold right now. You can go and check the chart for yourself. As I said, when it releases uh, Q data, it usually goes up after the Q data. I will not wait until release day. I will actually uh, get in uh, tomorrow morning as early as I can. See if I can get a good uh, entry price. So Netflix is one of the stocks that I will buy this week with anticipation. You can check for yourself, go uh, to our page, check out the chart. It's NFLX, Netflix. And you will see uh, what I mean. I think there is room uh, for an upswing. It's very oversold. We'll face some resistance at 540. But there is a huge chance that we can see on a very hard day, Netflix go all the way up to 590. That uh, is more than 10%. It's 12, uh, 13, 14%. I'm aiming for anything around 5 to 8. Not trying to be too greedy, but I think it's a huge uh, good 
chance right now. And uh, as I said, when uh, what you want to see is volume go in the opposite direction. Uh, as in this case, Netflix been falling, falling with huge volume increase in last and uh, in the end of last week, and that is exactly what we want to see. We want to see a sell off, and I think it's a sell off. It's super low on the relative strength index, only nine at relative strength index found a pivot bottom at 519 and my bet will be that netflix will go up this week so i'll put the bet see if i'm able to do a green this week in netflix the other one is uh, a much tougher one and was pointed out to me by one reddit user he asked about sundal i had a look at sundal and uh, I think uh, this uh, can be a wild card, also very, very oversold on the relative strength index. It will be a tougher trade, uh, higher volatility. This is one of the things that move very fast, so it's a little bit harder. But I think uh, there can be a chance in Sundal, between Netflix and Sundal. I prefer Netflix uh, in terms of the technical picture. Uh, Sundal is much more uh, speculative. I take my bet on being uh, oversold on the relative strength index that the markets will be good and being a penny stock, it can pick up. Tougher trade, I uh, have to be a little bit more careful because here is where you can lose some money fast and you can gain them fast. I have a good feeling that we might see some good greens in Sundal. So that will be the two trading tips of the week. Sundal and Netflix are the new two stocks I will gain, go into. I keep Doyle open. Uh, I keep Ukugen open. And in all in all, I will be into four trades. I will, of course, do several other trades as I see them move during the weeks. I love uh, picking this. As I said last week, this is the kind of market where I do my very, very best. When things are somewhat volatile, even slightly negative. But for the week as such, I think it might be a green week uh, for the markets, shortened starting uh, tomorrow for the US. That uh, was the end uh, of this, this podcast. I will be back uh, next week. And again, I will try to change the format to make it a little bit more interesting for you. And uh, somewhere up ahead, we also plan to make this in full video version where you can see the chart and see everything I see uh, at the same time. We will prepare for it and we'll hopefully get there very soon. We are coming up on the 100 podcast in just a few weeks. It might be the day where we'll try a full video uh, of the podcast. And the podcast, if you're listening at uh, Spotify or wherever you're listening, Anchor, Spotify, it's also available on our YouTube channel at the YouTube channel. Uh, we have uh, added some more information. So uh, along with the podcast, you will see different information in the YouTube video. It's snowing here in uh, Vilnius. I don't know what's the weather where you are. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you will have a green week. I hope you will have many good trades uh, during the week and that you will be back with me next week as we get into week four. Until then, bye.